tired, overwhelmed, going through the same cycle over and over and over again? Are you ready to just jump off the merry-go-round? Yeah, I get it. I've been there and we are all living a journey where we need to rest. The Renew Well podcast takes the opportunity to reset on Wednesdays with the foundation of God's word and authentic stories shared from your hosts, me, Tiffany M. Ruffner. We'll explore together with Christ as our light. Hey, 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 welcome on in to season number two of the Renewal Well. Y'all, I know I said I was going to do something weekly in the interim, and I was about to call this section the interim, but um, this season, we're going to focus on our intimacy with God, fasting, and prayer. Um, I'm not going to do a whole lot of praying on here, but I just wanted to talk about uh like my own stories. Like I said, in the intro, I share stories. I share my personal stories here. And I thought this would be a good time to do that as this is what we are doing this season. I also want to let you know about the updates that we have concerning Clubhouse. We were doing, um, we was reading through Mark on Clubhouse on Tuesday evenings. We are actually changing that and shifting it Um, in the month of July. We're coming back on Thursday mornings for appetite for the Gospels. I'm also going to uh, do something on Tuesday evenings on YouTube, which I'll be calling the Gospel Gourmet. Now I'm in a period of transition. I will be relocating to another state. So during this time, I wanted to be able to come on here and share some things about um, our intimacy with God and really, truly uh, seeing how we can get to this place and how things go faster when we fast. So fasting is something that I've been incorporating in my own personal uh, walk with God since, wow, since I knew to fast. (laughs) I started learning about fasting when I was in the 12th grade. A short testimony, because I'm not going to go through my entire testimony. I think I did do a bit of my testimony on the last episode. But um, when I was in high school, I was invited to church. And I didn't grow up in church. So I thought it was an interesting request because most people my age would talk about parties and, you know, it would be other kind of things to do and stuff like that. So I thought it was a really interesting request. And when I got in that environment, I thought it was really interesting to be around people who were not smoking, who were not drinking, who weren't, you know, doing all the things that most teenagers shouldn't even be doing anyway. But that's what I found myself around. I always find it interesting, too, because when I was in the sixth grade, we had dare education, um, drug abuse resistance education. I think that was what it stood for. But I remember having that and I remember being so adamant about how drugs were bad. Then that was in sixth grade. Then in seventh grade, my uh I'm not saying my first boyfriend, but I had a boyfriend. No, 
that was eighth grade. In eighth grade, I had a boyfriend who was the first person I ever saw smoking weed. And I was like, yo, like, what are you doing? And it was kind of like, I began to normalize that as something that happens. And then I, I realized, you know, as time went on, I said, oh, that was the stuff my dad was smoking <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> but anyway, I just said all of that to say that, you know, the environment and the things that I was doing at that time, um, you know, it wasn't so innocent. And it was just kind of normal to me because of who I was around. So drinking alcohol started drinking in ninth grade now alcohol was in my home that was something that was there and um I think my grandparents were smoking cigarettes um and my grandmother she stopped I forgot what age but although I was around those things it wasn't until the ninth grade where I was actually introduced uh through friends now, eighth grade, I said I had a boyfriend that was doing that stuff. And I was just kind of like, what are you doing? And then I just kind of started normalizing it because I just started seeing other young people doing it. So I just thought it was just something to be done. You know, peer pressure. So when I was invited to church in the 12th grade, these young people who were like my age or a little bit older, I was like 17. So it was 17 to maybe 20 that was going to this church. They did not do that. They didn't drink. They didn't smoke. They were in church all the time. And I thought, what a phenomenon, but they were still having fun. And to me, that introduced me to a new world. It introduced me to a new light. And it was something different and something I actually was attracted to. Now, didn't know Jesus yet, per se, <laughs> but I was very attracted to, um, right living and right living as a, as a teenager. So, um, I just shared that to say that at the same time, once I joined the church, they said that we, that we would fast. And I was like, well, what is that? And they said, well, we're going to go without food. And I don't remember if it was like a full 24 hour fast, or if we were just fasting, um, in the daytime, but I was game. I was all for it. And I said, okay, I'll go without eating. Now, this wasn't something actually new to me. I used to forego my meals at lunchtime to save the money that my grandparents would give me to eat lunch because I wanted something. And that was my goal. I would have a goal to save up to buy something. I remember in the seventh grade, I did that and I saved my lunch money every day for probably a hundred days because my lunch was only like a dollar. So I probably saved it for like a hundred days and I bought this, what they called the parka jackets. And those were like the, everybody had them. If you know another bad creation and I think it was their song, Aisha, they, they was wearing it that, in that video. <laughs> So I saved up to buy me a Lakers Parker jacket in the seventh grade. But in the 12th grade, it was a whole different and entire. It was entirely different because I was not eating for the sake of my relationship with Jesus. And we didn't really have like any uh, 
thing that we were standing on when it came to fasting. I know a lot of people, they'll fast and they're like, I'm fasting because we want to make sure that this and this and this doesn't happen. It wasn't like that. For me, it was just purely strictly like, okay, it's for my spiritual life. Now, granted at that time, everything was based on what I saw and some of the things that I had started to learn. But um, I would say my faith actually was shaken (laughs) during that time. But I never attributed, I never at that point, I never attributed to spiritual warfare. It's actually spiritual warfare that I was going through, but I just didn't know that at the moment. And I, I always like would question certain things. I was like, well, how come such and such doesn't want to come to church with me? Or how come such and such is getting so upset? Cause I'm hanging, hanging out with these people because these people are really nice and good. And I just wanted to share what I found with the people that I already loved and liked hanging around who were probably doing the things that these people were saying don't do. <laughs> and so I didn't see anything wrong with it. I thought it was good to share it. But then when it wasn't receptive to some of these people, now some of them did come to church, but some of them weren't receptive. And so the ones that weren't receptive, it like hurt my feelings. It hurt my heart. And I felt it as rejection. And that's a whole nother story. If I was to talk about the whole rejection stuff that I went through as a younger child, but I wanted to share that because my first experience with fasting, I probably did experience spiritual warfare, didn't know that's what was going on. Um, And after that period, I remember like, I just didn't like uh, feeling that way. I had some issues. I had a boyfriend at the time um, and he had said some things that wasn't really uh, nice when it came to the prom and stuff like that. And so I just, <laughs> I just kind of like turned on every turned off the church once I graduated from high school and tried to do my own thing, but Jesus wouldn't leave me alone. <laughs> and I'm not saying like Jesus was over there like bothering me or nothing. It was like once I had a glimpse of His light. I couldn't stop thinking about him. So I, I would go out and I would smoke weed again and I would, you know, do the things. But it was like I couldn't stop talking about him. And it was never like that before when I would smoke weed and do all the other stuff. I never had did that before I had went to church. So it was like he started touching me in a certain way. But I would always say, you know, like I was like, I'm not really sure. I don't know. I'm agnostic. I didn't really know if God was real. And um, like I said, this the point of this is not for me to share um, the whole story from that standpoint. But the point of it is to talk about um, what fasting does. It actually increases our intimacy. Now, at that point, my intimacy with God may have increased, but I didn't know what darkness was doing. And I wasn't aware of that. So after I had turned my back on God in, uh, once I graduated from high school and I was like, I don't know if it's a God, I literally began to see different things that I would see in the dark realm. And this is probably why I had all of these questions and um, it solidified everything was a friend of mine that went to a psychic and she went to a psychic and I was just like, uh, uh-uh. uh, 
no, 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 no. I was like, the devil is real. So God is real. And I'm going to church in the morning and you are not getting off. Like I was scared to get off the phone because I was so creeped out by what she said happened. And I wanted to get closer to God. I was like, Mm-mm, I'm not dealing with that stuff. And um, I may share a story later at another time. I just don't want to um, prolong. Like I like to keep these short um, within 20 minutes. So I didn't want to prolong the story. Um, but after coming to God, and I think at that point, this was in the year 2001, right before the September 11th attacks. I started going to church right before they came. So, you know, like after the attacks came, a lot of the messages being preached were about um, not having fear. And I think it might have been one of the greatest uh, times where a lot of people were starting to come to church because of what happened and what happened in New York and, you know, just that whole 9-11 thing where you know it was just so much it was just tragic and people were afraid and whatnot so I remember shortly after that there were some things that happened and I had to go to court and when I had to go to court I remembered about fasting so I fasted I was like okay there's this court day coming up this is really huge. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, so I started fasting and I hadn't really, even though like I had given my life and I actually, uh, I don't want to go into that part of the story right now, but like, it was like a whole transformation and shift. Um, it was a little bit after nine 11. I think it was like the week after I like literally like, gave everything to God. Right. But that the January after that, I had court, I had a court date and I fasted. And I mean, I did a whole, like a whole fast for three days. Like I didn't eat anything for three days. It wasn't like a partial, um, like I ate after six or anything like that. I didn't eat anything for three days. And, um, when I went to court, it was like, they could not find anything. It was like all of this stuff. And I remember, you know, someone close to me was like, oh, they're trying to build a case on you. And I said, oh, what does that mean? (laughs) I really, I just didn't understand. And, you know, at that time I wasn't even like somebody who will watch, um, the cop shows, I don't even know if they had that many out. Maybe Law and Order was out, and, but I don't even think the SVU was out yet. I don't know, y'all. <laughs> but I'm telling you, that time of fasting, and it was like, you know, a 36-hour fat. Wait, 30, 72-hour. I'm like, 36 hours is 12, wait, 24 plus 12. No, it was a 72-hour fast, so three full days. Just, I remember that shift happening, um, in my own life and just talking to God and asking him about these things. 
And I'm just telling you, like every single time, if you've been in a place where you stop trusting God and maybe you've been playing around in the world, you have idols in the world, you putting other things in the world over God and you just don't have trust in him or you, you stop trusting him and you're trying to do things your own way. Fasting will get you right. <laughs> fasting will put you in the right place. And I don't I don't necessarily think that every time that we fast, that it should be to move something to because it's not about God moving. It's about you shifting and it's about you changing and it's about um, your relationship with him. And so I just believe that when we fast, it helps our intimacy with him. And sure, he might reveal things to you. Sure, he might say certain things to you. You might get revelation and all types of things because he's just a good father. And that's what he does when we when we draw near to him. And so and this is why I think it's just really important for us to have an intimate relationship with him because it allows for us to talk to him. We'll know his heart. And this is how I literally heard it in um, our corporate prayer this morning at church. Um, when we are in his presence, we'll know his heart. And when we read his word, we'll know his will. And so I just really, really think like that is like the best place to be is to have that intimate time with him in his presence so we'll know what his heart is on any matter or whatever is happening. And we're in his word. So we'll know his will so that we're not led astray by every wind of doctrine that's coming out right now. And it's so much stuff that's out here. There's so much noise that we need to know what his word says. We cannot rely on other people, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to let you know that um, the shift that's taking place in our clubhouse um, right now for the next few weeks, we're going to be reading, uh, first Corinthians 13 nightly. Um, I would love for you to bring your journals with you if you can. I'm not going to really have a journaling section. I'm just going to be on there for five minutes and I'm going to read the scripture from first Corinthians 13 and, um, I may have, you know, if the Holy Spirit gives me something to have a question or a prompt that you can take with you uh, before we close out the room, it's going to be a very short room. But I just wanted to share that with you because I, I believe that we all should have this intimate time with him and appetite for the gospels is going to come back on Thursday mornings. July, I wanted to say July the 13th, but I think I need to start the week after that. Um, let me see if that's the second or third week. That's the second Thursday of July. Yeah, it'll be July 13th. So we'll have a YouTube. Our YouTube um, will be up on Tuesdays. This podcast will release on Wednesdays and on Thursdays, we'll meet in our clubhouse room for discussion. So Thursday mornings, we'll, we'll meet for discussion. Um, it'll open up at 930 a.m. Um, I need to be done 
by 1030 or 11. Um, but I would like to open it back up for discussion. I might change that to 9 a.m. just to give a little bit more time. Because um, I do have something to do around 1030 and 11 on Thursdays. So that's going to be the new schedule Tuesdays on YouTube, Wednesdays, the podcast release. And then Thursdays, we are meeting together to have our discussion. So I think that helps us to really, truly just look at this way of renewing our minds, um, renewing ourselves when it comes to emotional wellness uh, and just looking at having the mind of Christ. And everything is like with the foundation of our faith, our faith. So Thank you for just listening today. I really wanted to share some of our old things, but it just, y'all, I'm just going to be honest. It takes a lot of time to go through audio. (laughs) It takes a lot of time to go through audio. And I wanted to make sure that what I was sharing would be something that would be relevant for the time period. And with that being said, when a couple of weeks ago, I started hearing the Lord talk about, um, fasting but at the same time talking about our appetites and I was like wait which one is which but they both go hand in hand so we'll be talking about appetites or appetites for the gospels on Thursdays starting next month on clubhouse and we'll get to have discussion over there um and then it's also going to kind of have that format on Tuesdays on our YouTube channel, which is going to be called the gospel gourmet. I just wanted to start this section off though, on our podcast early, because we're going to be talking about fasting. So before we talk about our appetites, we're going to talk about fasting and we're going to also talk about love. So make sure that you can come and join us every evening at 855 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to like literally even be trying to do this if I'm on the go. If I'm not at home, if I'm doing something else, I'm going to still do my best to get on at 855. I could not do it last night. I had a, a paper due and I didn't really make a big announcement, but I'm just glad that you all came to listen in today. I hope you have a wonderful and blessed day. And y'all, I got an outro now. So I'm going to go ahead and play the outro and we out. See you later. I'd like to thank you for listening in today. And my prayer is that it helped to address your emotional wellness and mindset from a foundation of faith. I would also like to invite you to our clubhouse community, where we get to choose to renew our mind by reading God's word and discussing it with one another. You can check out our schedule by going to therenewalwell.com. And don't forget to not only to subscribe here, but also on our YouTube channel, which will provide weekly content on as well. I look forward to meeting you soon.